You guys, welcome to Ghosted Stories. It's Chelsea. It's Aaron. And we are here with Tracy G. Yay! Illustrious edutainer. That's my favorite word. You educate and you entertain. Exactly. So and amazing. I love hybrids. You Definitely. I there love duality. Just like Ghosted Stories. Um, <laughs> so you're uh, one of the hosts of Sway in the Morning. Yes, You back. also host uh well a audio vision board mm-hmm. podcast of sorts mm-hmm. on soundcloud uh she's what Beauty is an and the audio Beast. vision board okay so you know what a regular well let's break it down for anyone who may not be in the know of break, a vision get board. it real simple yeah okay i was out late last night so it's gonna take me a second okay <laughs> i'll sober you up with this one yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. okay so a vision board is um an arts and crafts project of sorts where You take all these different images of the life you want to create, which you want to manifest, because human beings, for the most part, are visual learners. So a lot of times you can get um, a really emotional high that just births a motivation and also just represents your bigger picture, because so much can be happening in the present that just lures you off into distractionville and to be able to just see your images um, on some sort of big screen or big cardboard whatever you're using can just recenter you but the only issue is you can't bring this big slab of artwork in your back pocket with you everywhere right so an audio it's very cumbersome mm-hmm, exactly so an audio vision board is just that all these affirmations but modernized affirmations not like these old school orthodox affirmations that sound like this random wrinkly old woman on a mountaintop <laughs> With incense coming out of her freaking ears and nose and ass and all of that. Even though that's really hella cool. And that's my goals for the future. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But affirmations, you know, words you say to yourself about yourself. Just talking good shit. Not only behind your own back, but in front of yourself. To anchor you in your day. So, you know, in this modern day age of... um, of the human experience we have social media where sometimes it can feel like people are just lapping you in the game of life because you're scrolling scrolling and everyone is just you know curating their best life yeah right and so comparison is really contagious so i have an audio vision board for that where all of the affirmations just center you and understanding your own value you know um other ones for when you feel maybe allergic to the gym so I have an audio vision board to get you riled up to go hit those squats. But yeah, those are my audio vision boards. Well, I love it. And we'll plug it more in the end. We'll plug it. We'll do the plugging section at the end, Tracy. You know how it goes. We're reclining in your office, which it was lovely of you to let us into the serious office. I thought it was, I felt funny bringing in my janky podcast equipment into like <laughs> a building that produces legitimate stuff for a living. I'm like, noop, 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 noop. hey guys. Don't be Peddling my podcast here. wares. <laughs> So far, my favorite thing about this office is that there's not one picture that's straight. <laughs> Why must you point out all the meticulous mistakes up in here, Aaron? I don't know if it was a choice being made or what. <laughs> yes, you don't understand our aesthetics? You're not up on this art game? Huh? There's a meaning behind all of the zigzagginess. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely, it's impressive. You've got yeah. like Gaga at the VMAs, you got Kanye. The yeah. pictures themselves are very impressive. The angles are breathtaking <laughs> it's different okay we just like to have our little splash little uh, of individuality right 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 we wanted to kick things off today with i mean a long-awaited update by at the very least me and aaron mm-hmm. and maybe two or three listeners um there was <laughs> so there was a 
ghost ghosted story basically that went viral in the world uh recently and we read it on a podcast a few episodes back and it was a ghost ghost i keep calling it ghosted story but that's our term similar to your edutainer um but it was a it was a story about someone ghosting someone else and they the ghoster submitted his story to the ask a manager.org like professional blog which was an odd place but it's because it had to do with ghosting someone who yes came back into his professional life so basically trace and for listeners who missed that episode or who need an update the gist of it was this guy lived with a girl ghosted her like ghosted her like she went home to her family for christmas he moved everything out and never spoke to her again oh they had been living together so then he goes there in some unnamed country, we'll say Genovia. Okay. And <laughs> for argument's she, sake. Yeah. And he's working at some specialized school, like international school, and they get a new boss. Who walks in? But the woman that he ghosted years ago. Oh man. And now she's his new boss. So his he wrote in to be like, imagine? I don't know what to do. How do I approach this? Oh my god, this is karma at its absolute. Oh, fucking isn't it? Like, and he's fantastic. like the Trump of ghosting. I don't like this guy. <laughs> no, oh, I mean nobody trash. did. <laughs> so, dear listeners, Tracy, this is the update um, that the guy wrote back into askamanager.org, which is where I get all of my dating advice. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I admit I wrote my original email in a state of panic. I was on my holidays when I found out a friend of mine gave me your email. I did not realize my message would be fully replicated on your blog. I'm sure you get tons of requests, and I thought I would be lucky to get a reply within one of those short scenarios, at max. By the time the blog was posted and I was returning home, my initial panic started to dissipate as I found out more about Sylvia's situation. Sylvia's the the boss. Just in time to discover the story had gone viral, both online and offline, I can say that in no way I expected that writing to a very popular but niche professional blog would result in such an internet shitstorm. I'm sorry for not engaging with your readers, but given the toxicity of many commentators, it did not see much sense in doing it. Those who blamed me for ruining Sylvia's life for good were wrong. Okay. She has done very well for herself. Clearly. She's your boss. She is married with kids and her husband is originally from here. They relocated because of his business opportunity, not because she would be stalking me or would orchestrate this in some elaborate vendetta. Which I guess he's saying that because maybe... Somebody people said, left comments that that's what yeah. was happening it's a crazy coincidence but it's some but as some readers pointed out our professional world is very small so he says what he did is uh what had happened was i immediately reached out to sylvia along the lines of your kind advice and was also uh and also offered to discuss the um oh, discuss the way forward in person i don't know what that means but that's what he wrote here i appreciate many useful comments from your readers on what to write she did not get back to me I was not sure she was still using her old email address, and with the return to school day fast approaching, I resent the email to her new work email and also dropped a short message to HR without providing full details of the story, of course. Next morning, Sunday, in parentheses, he writes, I got a call from the chair of our board of, of overseers asking me to meet him as soon as possible. So I met with them with Sylvia. The same day. As you can imagine, this meeting was incredibly embarrassing for me. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was so embarrassing for you. Um, it was embarrassing personally and professionally. Fortunately, unlike some of your readers, Hope, 
They did not think the past failed relationship was a sackable offense. At the end, there is not much inter- there is not that much interaction between the director and employees on a daily basis at this job. So the chair was more worried about possible gossip and related implications for the organization. With an S. That's how you can tell that it's British. Ours, oh, my boyfriend's texting me. Ours is an expensive enterprise with as a conservative place and nobody wants any scandal. At the same time, they considered it was necessary, as they framed it, to put some measures in place to avoid possible problems in the future. Damn. I was also told in no uncertain terms that although the schedule for the year was already set, it was more difficult to replace the director than an employee me i do not want to go into too much detail but i found the proposed measures rather excessive it would make my position unattainable even in a short run therefore i resigned on the spot in summary as many of those self-righteous people on the internet hoped i came out of this with no job no severance and no prospect for another job in this city obviously i have to leave as i need to make a living i will be shortly moving back home for several months to work as a substitute teacher with an agency and i'll see what's next later so i had my comeuppance (laughs) i am most certainly not asking for pity i only wish there were not other individuals bearing the blunt of my immaturity in the past and so the person asked a manager wrote back to get some clarification on like what measures they proposed and also asked how Sylvia seemed or something. I do not know how it was for Sylvia. I've not seen her since. She seemed fine. She was not gleeful, very matter of fact, saying it was possible to work together, et cetera, et cetera. The chair did most of the talking. I found out later that her husband comes from a prominent family here and everyone knows him. So nepotism is prevalent in this culture and family status really matters. The chair knows them. I just do not understand why she had to get him involved. We could have tried to sort this out between us first no need to go to the top immediately the measures were that we are but never that's why he wrote the fucking email to hr because I, mean, I wanted to keep it between the two of them drop a message but not with all context exactly yeah and the measures included things like we are never to talk to each other without a third person present all meetings documented no discussion about her and the management with my colleagues not even in a water cooler chat limit our interactions beyond the school (laughs) meaning no socializing for me i do not understand how this could work it would be very much out of character for me my colleagues and my friends would get suspicious although not presented as such it felt very punitive so basically they're like hey we don't want the two of you alone for any impropriety please don't gossip about her and you guys shouldn't go out drinking and he's like i can't i gotta get out i gotta substitute teach in montana wherever the fuck he's from (laughs) I that's this he's the most infuriating person. I mean, it's hard to believe. I mean, but is it I was gonna say it's hard to believe he's a real person, but before the words left my mouth, I right. knew that, that wasn't true. This kinda sounds like someone like testing out their screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I let mean, me just throw this into a forum, see if it goes viral. That means that this could probably get picked up by somebody. Cause I'm just like, what the hell? But really like I need more about your character. Like, what the hell kindled you? That's the big question that never got answered. What the hell kindled you to even ghost this woman out to the maximum degree? Well, and that's, yes, to your first point, that's immediately what Aaron and I said when we read it the first time. Mm -hmm. Like, is this real? How can this possibly be real? It seems so elaborate. And then, yeah, what the fuck was this problem that he had to, felt like he had to leave in the night? Mm Mm-hmm flee to another country and not even be like leave a note on a post-it mm-hmm. to quote the, the great sex in the city right i don't know what, what weirdo what would you do in that situation tracy if you were posed with the situation of of having to manage someone who ghosted you was now your employee at Sirius? wow mm. 
Well, the petty side of me would really be jumping up, popping bottles and being like, we about to get them, bitch. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I should listen to that sound, to that side, even though it would really seduce me with some good methods of torture that I could get away with as a boss. Um, I don't know. That's that's a really that's a really odd fucking situation. It's like unimaginable. Right. Unimaginable. Well, and also he's such a like a sniveling little bastard that he's like her husband is well connected in the city. And so that's the only reason why she has this job. And it's like, no, it ain't. It's like she got this job because she got this job. She married the guy that she married. That's why she lives in the city. Like, shut up. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just his bloated ego doing all of the talking. If he was well qualified um, professionally, because obviously he's not well qualified personally right. to be within my presence. But. I think I would allow him to have his job. I wouldn't be that much of an ass because I just understand. It's not my duty to hand gift him his consequences in life. Like it's not my role to just serve him a hot plate of karma. Right. That's the universe's role. And if I do an act of bad, even if, me as a human can justify it is still an act of bad right and karma just doesn't care about all the other fucking details of it you know what i mean like what was the intention behind it and then i don't want to be caught in that loop i want to cut the loop right with him mm-hmm. so i think i would allow him to um do you know keep his job i would definitely have a conversation because it's gonna be really weird yeah. Right. And I want to just take some big ass scissors and cut that thick ass awkward smoke that's going to be in the sure. air. That's that. And then obviously there are going to be moments where he probably suffers at work. And that's just when I'm going to wink at him at the, <laughs> at the meetings. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Final answer. I like yeah. that. That's what a great you, answer. Aaron? I think the same sort of thing where it's like it is more uncomfortable for him than you because you are then the person with power in yeah. that situation. So it's like if you just act the way you act, they know what they did wrong. And right. so th- that'll eat at them. And then you just wait for that to consume them. Yeah. But you don't have to do anything in order for that to really happen. Yeah. And also it's a whole thing like sort of what have we explored here over 50 episodes is that like when you're ghosted, it's never about you. It's always about their shit. Yeah. So it's like, let him deal with his shit because it never had anything to do with you to begin with. So you're just like, I'm going to keep over here, making more money, making decisions. Like you can, yeah. Yeah. And I think the irony is he would probably become employee of the month mm-hmm. because he would be operating from a space of fear that would keep his ass oh, on yeah. his toes. That's such a good point. So in reality, like he would probably lighten the load of my work. It was weird for me to imagine this, but now as I'm really looking at all the pieces and allowing myself to fully take on this role, I feel empowered. There's like a major silver lining here. And imagine if I was ghosted by like this very um, traditional white man and then he became my employee. Right. That's even bigger. You need to orchestrate (laughs) this. You need to make it happen. Not that I have issues with white men as a whole. No, who would? Throughout history, they've been so great. <laughs> Not to make blanket statements, but you guys follow where I'm going. This is imagination, guys. Yeah. We're allowed to play. Exactly. No exactly. matter what age. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, not for any of the people involved in that story, but Sylvia as, comes out great, as fodder for this podcast. She a good job, kids, and a cute husband that's well-connected in the city. Hey. I mean, yeah, according to the guy who ghosted her, she's doing fine. <laughs> he was very out of it. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Relax. I never thought that Sylvia was ruined from it, but I feel like you'd just be like so confused. I'd be like, is he dead? Like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> very, very fucking strange. Yeah. Uh, well, should we just move on to ghostier things? Yeah. All right. Tracy, a yeah. couple of segments mm-hmm. before, before we do this deal. First of all, if someone was just didn't have access to google to figure out what you look like it's nice to like envision the person who's talking <laughs> in your mind's eye right when mm-hmm. you're like on the subway or on your way to work listening to this podcast so tell the audience who would play you in the movie of your life oh man right who would play me okay i'll tell you the people that get brought up as um my twins oh i know SZA would play me oh my god that's SZA, a SZA would absolutely play me she's a also one. a scorpio um we have a lot it. of the same tendencies. We have an infatuation of big, messy hair. <laughs> um, we're very in touch with like our tomboy side. We are definitely empaths to an extent. Yeah, no, it would be SZA. I love that. And she's like killing it right now. So give us sort of and give our listeners mm-hmm. some context for your dating history so that we can like understand okay. how your story affected you and how like are you relationship person are you give, give us everything I'm a everything. fake relationship person okay. <laughs> what does that mean it means that okay so when it comes to my love languages my first one and this I is love so that you brought cheesy, up love languages so my first important. one is yes words of affirmation and then my second one is touch so I like being with someone because I get this fuel of um good words and you know I like the feels and I like flesh so it makes me believe that a relationship is a good idea for both my spirit and my ego and my vagina (laughs) but mind body and soul (laughs) all of it interconnected yo but um monogamy sounds really cute in the beginning until it gets a little stale when how off like when does it get stale for you like how many months or years um, or weeks or days or hours you know what Minutes. it's <laughs> good to just throw in the entire timeline uh <laughs> just a little bit before you it really depends on the person i mean as i've gotten older i've been able to truly understand what doesn't feel right earlier on that doesn't mean that i still don't jump on the ride um, and hurt someone's feelings, but at least I don't stay on the ride <laughs> as yeah. long as I used to when I was younger. And I'd be like, hmm, you know, maybe it will get better after these couple of months or blah, 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 blah. Like now I'm really, I've always asked God to um, heighten my gut feeling. Okay. You know, because I always felt like my gut feeling came after the fact. And I'm like, bitch, you wait. I needed you like months ago. That's interesting. Where are you at? But now I relate to that. Yes. My intuition is um very, very heightened. Like I know its voice. And so it's my consultant. And do you think though that like how did you harness that? Did you just learn to tune into it more, to listen more? Or did honestly, you- um the bulk of the lessons came from celibacy. How long were you celibate for? A bit over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't give myself like this very solid finish line, deadline, however you want to call it. But I know for sure it was over a year. And then when I was with my boyfriend, we were celibate for like six months. So what prompted, what inspired you to try celibacy uh-huh. in the first place? And what was the result? Like what insight did you gain? Or Yeah, yeah. 
I just wanted to jump off my hotation for a second <laughs> and just really mute my flesh <laughs> and get to know what I really wanted in someone um, besides the obvious. Like, I right. really wanted to understand what do I look for in someone as a spirit, not what do I look for in a man. Sure. You know what I mean? Because when we're born we're born spirit first you know like i always say your mom has no idea she just finds out she's pregnant right when she pees on the stick it doesn't tell her what the sex is you right. know it just tells her she's pregnant with something so i like to connect with that um and also i just wanted to well detach from this idea that affection is the same as love okay is not you know and so really just understanding what is the difference between love, what is the difference between lust, and the way that I look at it is lust is mainly one you want to receive, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and love is when you want to give. And I was like, wow, this makes so much sense. I was always just wanting to be on the receiving end, and then you get spoiled, and then you're just on to the next. Right. right. You know what I mean? So I needed to just quiet a lot of my ego, a lot of temptation, and just get in touch with what, doesn't expire sure yeah like i applaud you for thank you for taking that long of a breather yeah well i have phenomenal sex with my boyfriend but i'm not digmatized wow i'm not digmatized and that's because lust is not the anchor sure. of our relationship you know like if this man god forbid got into an accident and his dick was the sole injury <laughs> and we couldn't have One sex dick related incidents <laughs> You know what I mean? More and more. It is the season. Right, know? right, right. Falling into potholes and such. <laughs> right, right. But I would still be right. Like a piano just falls right on the dick like nowhere else. <laughs> like every other inch of his body is still in pristine shape, but the dick is just off on the sidewalk somewhere. No, I can honestly say that um, I would still stay with him. Mm -hmm. I'm so fulfilled in other areas, and I think that's what makes our sex very explosive. Completely. Yeah, but it's not the first thing that's on my mind all the time. Right. You have passion related not just to, like, mm -hmm. lust and sexuality, but, mm -hmm. like, intellectual passion. Well, lust can never be long-term yeah. either. For sure. Especially, yeah. I think, for women, because it's, like, there's so much that needs to be happening mm -hmm. uh, for them to, like, feel really lustful or to, like, even, like, orgasm. I feel like you need to have, like, everything else in your life needs to be basically okay, but if you're, like, fighting with your mom, you can't, like, turn her or I couldn't. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, like right hard but i think for but i think love only grows yeah and even when you if you really love somebody i do think even if you break up or you don't see that person anymore if you think of like friends you don't see like you still love them like that has never gone away That's true. Sure. but then lust you can like lust after somebody for a few months and then be like well yeah but you know what i think i feel like sometimes lust is the easiest form of validation yes. like it is the swiftest win you can get because think about it um, it's very hard to get a promotion within like a snap of your fingers. You know what I mean? It's very hard to get like an extra zero in your bank account with a snap of your fingers. But you can scroll through your freaking phone book on your on your on your iPhone and find someone who might just shoot you a quick sex for the fuck of it because y'all are both bored. Right. And that will give you like all the cool, you know. Yeah serotonin and drugs that just natural drugs that just get you a high yeah you know what i mean totally. so i think that's why sometimes people just 
fall into loaning their bodies to the wrong folks yeah mm-hmm. for sure okay so you are in a relationship now yeah you've been you've had sort of your as you put it quotation yeah shout out exactly. to Issa Rae. and where did this ghost story okay. come into play so listeners i had to dig deep okay for my ghost tale i had to like open up pandora's box because a lot of times i'm not so my anxiety rests in the future not really like replaying things from the past sure so i realized if there's something i didn't fuck with that happened behind me i just throw it into my mental like trash bin the what a just, gift yeah I'm uh, still thinking of things from like when I was 12, really? things I said. Like, it's horrible. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, well, I spiral. I spiral on both past and future and yeah. present. I'm I'm going down a mental mind shaft as we podcast. Yeah, having <laughs> will spiral. No! Grab my hand, Chelsea. I'll save you. I'm falling. I'm falling, Trace. Trace. Well, I do journal a lot. So when I look back on my journals and I read it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at how far you've come. Look at all the wisdom that you picked up along the way. Um, But naturally, my brain, I don't know, it just it kind of just has a a short term memory. Sure. So or a long term memory, I should say. Right. Because short term. Short term. Right. Yeah. Short term. You forget things. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I need it's like nearsighted, farsighted, which I still don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not, let's Thank you for s- not making me feel alone. <laughs> Even though nearsighted or farsighted is easier, but Erin, I appreciate what you're doing for the kid. Speaking of Pandora's boxes, <laughs> don't even get me started. Okay. Optometry, Jesus. So we're going to go back to high school. This is junior year. Oh, wow. We're really digging deep. Or Did you always have like, uh, were you always like dating in high school and stuff? Or was this one of your first relationships? Oh, girl, it's not a relationship. Oh. <laughs> experiences yeah this was it this was an experience i mean when i was younger i always even though i did want to take my virginity all the way to um the wedding aisle i did i thought that was something about that was really really intriguing i think it was just that juxtaposition that i look like a bad girl but then right then you flip the script exactly then i flipped the script i had a Mm. remix to myself yeah and so i just i really liked that narrative i wanted to see how far i could take it but at the same time i also just i don't know i wanted to be like a sexual professional not in a sense where i wanted to be on payroll for someone's porn right not that (laughs) but i just wanted experience right with the right people um but anyways all of that to say sophomore year so sophomore year it was um the sophomore semi so i'm all like dolled up blah 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 and we're going to a club for the first time oh wow because you know it's right semi you went to a club yes afterwards in new york city at that time they were capitalizing on high schoolers like proms and things of that nature so they would have special nights that were right, for a right. certain age that group. That wasn't even like, yeah, illegal. Mm-hmm. They would just say like, yeah. Yeah, so I was so excited that I was going to a club for the first time. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to be grown. Oh my gosh. It's lit or whatever, like, you know, the we early said, 2000 yeah. version <laughs> of lit was. I just imagine you do like a slip dress with like real thin spaghetti straps, like <laughs> iridescent. Like, like that's what you were all wearing. Uh, yeah, clips. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, the yes, little I did butterfly the butterfly clips. The transparent yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh my gosh, <laughs> Wow, with the glitter. Yeah. Whoa. 
Okay, so I'm at the club, and then I just fall in love with, like, this milky, beautiful specimen, a white boy, that just gave me Justin Timberlake vibes. And, yes. you know, I was obligated to be in love with Justin Timberlake at that time. He was <laughs> the hunk of the fucking season. And I'm just like, yes, I am here for the interracial love making. <laughs> And I love making. I wasn't interested in sex like that, but you know what I mean. Um. So, anyways, I was so excited that this boy was interested in me, and because you didn't see back then a lot of, you know what I mean, like Oreo situations yeah, yeah, sure. of, of that sort. Um. And so I just remember us dancing and having a ball. And then he asked me for my number and he kept telling me how beautiful I was, just dousing me compliments, compliments. Would you like another glass of compliments? Why yes? <laughs> <laughs> and was he in like this you're saying like he went to your school? No, but you he just did never not. Met I him? saw him, met him at the club. Got it. You met but, him. So he but it was there all with teenagers. Yeah, well he was he was nineteen. Okay. Oh. Um this is so, and I was like, I guess fifteen. 16 one of okay. those 15 16 one of those ages so, he was 19 which was always the sexiest age ever to me 19 yes i don't know something about it it was just it's, like, it's like pretty sexy at 19 that time. is a good age it's so stupid now oh yeah but you always <laughs> everybody has those ages that they're like that's a 19 23 27 always the sexiest ages that's in so a interesting so he wasn't he was at the club a teen there for TBD reasons, mm. not part of your school, <laughs> maybe part of another. Right. Oh, 19 dance. to 16, that's a significant difference. At that age, it is. Yeah. yeah. It I mean, is. not now. Like, that's me and my boyfriend are that far apart, so it doesn't matter. But, like, yeah, At I think when you're like 16 to 19, that's true. You've graduated high school. Yeah, but I think it would be more a significant difference if he was an actual woman. You if know he what I mean? Was an actual if woman? he was a woman. Because you know how we always. Um, recognize girls as maturing at a faster pace. Sure. I see boy. what you're saying. So when since a guy's older, but they mature slower, you guys are probably actually on par. Equal. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I feel exactly. Okay, exactly. Cool. Okay, so you're But at the club. apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> because I was too young for Spoiler. anyone to ever give me a heads up that you don't find love at the club. Because <laughs> no one's thinking that 16 is the age to hand this advice out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, no, like, of course, this is such he a beautiful me. meeting spot to right. find the, you know, the you're guy. You're drinking your, like, seltzer and lime or whatever they give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on tea night. And just the mood is right. So he's like, oh, I live in Westchester. I'm going to come scoop you up next week. We're going to have a really cute day. And I'm like, giggles, yes. So... He picks me up in his car, which is also a big deal. Oh, that's like a He's big from Westchester. Right. So he got a car. Big deal. Yeah, true. But I'm just <laughs> like, you're not used to just boys picking you up. It's usually like, okay, my parents will drop me off at the mall. Your parents will drop you off at the mall. Right. And then we'll just like kiki in front of strawberries. Or yeah, something. exactly. <laughs> um, so he came to pick me up. So I'm already just hyped off of that. And we went to go, um, we stopped at Starbucks. So at the time, I loved Starbucks because coffee shops were just not a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And coffee shops were just where people went to look alluring and smart. And just I agree. Get their yeah, we always on. went to like the one coffee shop in our town mm -hmm. back when that was like the cool place to hang out. So we're done with that and we're just driving around. 
Um, was he being flirty? Was he being like, did you yeah, try to, like, being was very he, like, flirty. I me? even remember a point where he was holding my hand and staring at me and saying, God, you're so beautiful. And then we almost swerved into someone's mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is a great sign. This must be facts. We almost fucking killed these, each other. <laughs> he must be telling the truth. And I was like, okay, this is the one that I want to be my test dummy for some sexual things, whatever. So... I had just discovered my parents had just moved to Pomona and um, myself and my sister, we love doing outside adventures. So once we moved there, we were like, okay, let's explore all the Where's territory Pomona? in Rockland County. Okay. Exit 13. Um, so there was like the secret park in my neighborhood. And so I took him there because I thought it was quite romantic. And we were by like... Um, the jungle gym area, blah, blah, blah. We were sitting like on the end of this slide. Okay. Um, and we started making out. And then, I don't know, this light bulb went off on me, I guess, that apparently was the shape of a penis. <laughs> and the idea that this glowing penis above my head gave me was, yo, we should suck his dick. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I that it's we. We're like, we have talked about it, and we're bringing you into the plan. You know, because I have to separate, like, my true self yeah. <laughs> from, like, my screwed up self. That's Eckhart Tolle stuff. Yes, exactly. Yep. Come on, E. You understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> so at the time, we were just both, like, one person. You know, we were just a team. You, know you both I mean? saw that dick, and then you looked at each other. You're like, we're mm -hmm. in. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is a great opportunity. So I thought I did a good job. You know, he ejaculated. That was weird because I just didn't know what to expect. I didn't have a lot of, you know, you can't, like, it's not like when you go to, the soda dispenser and you get to pick which flavor you want sure you just get what shoots out did it come more naturally to you than you thought i like, feel like it did yeah honestly um but i feel like i was posturing myself to not appear as an amateur sure you know what i mean and so they tell you kids it always starts with your mental <laughs> Tell yourself that you can be this and sure. you will and you <laughs> approach it. it as such and execute it as such. So even though I was a bit scared, I was like, yo, I don't know. I felt like I really had just peeled off my adolescence at that moment. And I was like, you are a woman and you don't even know this motherfucker's last name. <laughs> but keep going because we're here. Yeah. yeah you know, right. like a lot of my life after that, like continuing with bad situations. And I think this is it with a lot of women where it reaches this gray area where you kind of want to stop, but you feel like you put yourself in the position. Yes. So I Ugh. just need to continue. You, but you, so you felt it within yourself that you wanted to stop after that. You were like, I'm kind of done. Yeah. But I was like, complete the job because you're like, what am I going to do? Be like, excuse me, sir. I think I am done. Yeah. In that moment, you feel like there's no possible way mm -hmm. I can say, which is the problem. Like, and that we also, all have as women. To go back to Aaron's point, in that moment, I did feel 16 mm -hmm. and he was 19, mm -hmm. you know, and you just don't want to put your vulnerability on Front Street. Right. Your 100%. youth on Front Street. Um, so I continued and then I was done and I spit. Um, I'm not a spitter anymore, but I feel like you should the first time because I didn't want to look like that into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll suck your dick, but I won't ingest. <laughs> right, right. I won't fully Sir. enjoy it. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so after that I was done, and he was really sweet afterwards. Um, he told me that I did a good job. <laughs> he tra- I kind of felt hilarious. like this puppy that was getting trained. Yeah, like, <laughs> but you're like, oh, so I know I did a good job because I just spit it over there by the slide. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. Like, I have the receipt in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> like, we're good. Did you feel, did you feel condescended by that, though? Like, was it like, good job, sweetie? Or was it like, did you take it to heart where you're like, thank you? It was half and half. I mean, I'm rather suspicious um, that comes of being a Scorpio, and I'm weird with receiving compliments, even though I do like them as well. I mean, I guess if I feel like I fully earned the compliments, so like when it was the night at the club, I knew how much effort I put into my face, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. to my outfit. So yes, you could tell sure. me that I'm great, but because I look great, but because I wasn't... Um, you know, sort of, experienced at all right. with like, yeah, fellatio. Was, was in my mouth. Like, I can't. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. not, like, a lot of ways this could not be successful other than if, yeah, I don't know, you pulled out and there was no dick left or something. Like, how many ways could that really go on? Just if you'd use your, if it was corn on the cob style. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, probably the worst case scenario. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> okay, so we walk back to Blow his job car. compliment. Mm-hmm. We're holding car. hands. I'm already thinking about how I can improve for the next one because I'm convinced this is going to be my boyfriend. Right, like he's your husband. You know what I mean? And we continue on, yeah, texting each other. Yeah, yeah, we were texting. So you guys did, after the blowjob, continue to go back and forth a little bit. Yeah. And then what? You for were maybe like two like- days. And then I texted him back. And he just never hit me ever again. And I was so embarrassed to the point where I didn't even tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that I, I gave. I just acted like mm-hmm. I was still a virgin in my mouth. Wow. You, you, <laughs> you're a false mouth virgin. Yeah. Because then it hit me like, bitch, you really met a stranger at a club. Like, ever. I just. It washed over you. Yeah. You know how you have movies and. The first scene will be from this one perspective, and they'll they'll go back to the scene right. and show it from a completely different perspective. <laughs> and I was just like, "What the hell is this?" I'm so ashamed. But I was like, "You know what? No one knows this motherfucker. This wasn't recorded. I could just delete it, erase right. it. Right? You know what I mean? Or you could years later <laughs> immortalize it on like, a podcast. Like five, <laughs> we don't know how many people say it. Right? Listen. Yeah. Either way. But yeah, there is like. I, there is like a strange thing with like virginity mm-hmm. and mouth virginity, I guess is a new thing that I learned about today, but it's like the idea that it's like sort of praised or that you can do it wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's sort of like it happened the way that it happened. Yeah. It's like you, there's no okay or not okay. Wait, or yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, and I think it's rather funny and therapeutic to bring it up now. Like I don't feel um, ashamed about it at all. I mean, if I could go back and shuffle a couple things around, edit this scene here, add another one in, then I would maybe do that. But, you know, a woman could go her entire life without ever really being humbled, without ever feeling rejected. It's so possible. We're pandered to by the entire world. Yeah. Versus, like, a man cannot complete, like a 21 year cycle without getting hit right in his gut because in a lot of ways people are just they don't treat male emotions gently yeah Mm -hmm. because we society has fashioned men to just be you know human beings made out of steel and men are expected for the most part to shoot their shot 
And if you shoot, sometimes you're going to get a miss. Right. Versus women, for a lot of times, it appears like you can wait and your options will be laid out in front of you. Right. You know what I mean? At the beginning of that, I thought for sure you were going to say women could go their entire lives and never give a blowjob. And I was going to say, <laughs> yes. That and could happen that too. Though I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, do you guys like giving blowjobs? Yes, I, mean, I love. You? Oh my See, gosh. I feel like people really do feel like no one's really ambivalent about blowjobs. Yeah. You know? I was talking to a friend who like does not do it. Wow. And I'm like, listen, sexually, do what you want to do or uh-huh. not. Like, I'm not going to say it, but I'm like, there is something like sexy about it. Like, I, Sure. You know, it's on your terms. It's when you want to do it. It's when you're feeling it. But like, right. I don't. It's not like I don't get anything from it either. Mm-hmm. Like, it definitely I don't do. feel submissive either. I feel very powerful. I don't like hate it, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but I don't look forward to it. I think I probably <laughs> could go with never doing it, but I want my boyfriend to go down on me i think (laughs) of it as like i know he enjoys this and i'm happy that he enjoys this Mm -hmm. and i very much enjoy when it's reciprocated but here i think is the biggest was i talking about this on this podcast Aaron? and i'm repeating i don't know what you're gonna say next this is all new information to me though okay then maybe it was the episode where you weren't here so everyone listening um if you're hearing me talk in in depth and detail about blowjobs for the second time i'm sorry Congratulations. Or you're welcome. welcome. Yeah, whatever. I'm sure they love Um, it. But I, in the, like, a very recent, I would say, over the past, like, couple of years, just violent psychological gag reflux. If I try, like, when, it's, like, even just the thought of knowing they're about to come, Uh it's such a strange, it never used to be that way. I never used to, like, even think about, like, swallowing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now it's, like, even just the idea of, like, okay, I know they're going to come. I will involuntarily gag. Mm, They like that, though. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> good then i am everybody line up but yeah i don't know no one else yeah. i feel like i want to start a should i email askamanager.org about this i think you should <laughs> yeah i think it's the appropriate place to go for stuff yeah i don't like you know the climax isn't my favorite part um it, it is because i'm like okay cool the job is going to be done. You know how right. sometimes you love your job, but not to the point where if they say you can leave early, you're just going to stay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just hang like, out. No job is good enough where if a motherfucker offers me to leave early, I'm just going to say, no, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so I like the job, but right. oh my gosh, hours are about to end. Right. Right. Great. Right. We out. We sure. out. But I don't know. It's just, it's that's, that's when it gets weird when you just have, I don't know. It's just, the biology of it is is strange right. that something is just entering your mouth that you can't buy at Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean it's all gross. Like that's the thing is you can't think about sex too much yes. or it's dis- it's the most disgusting thing oh, you can imagine. Absolutely. 100%. So it's like you have there has to be like a suspension of disbelief during sex where you're like <laughs> nothing else happens to this body but this yes. and then we can move on. Yes. Like, you can't think about it otherwise no. you just be like it's too much. everyone would be celibate. Yes. You'd be like everyone's just gross. Yes. I'm falling down the mental mind shaft again. Um so Tracy, do you well yeah, I mean I guess I guess that's it. You came, you sucked a dick, you conquered. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't come, though. I didn't came. There is no caming. (laughs) You conquered. You conquered the dick. I did. I guess one one could say that, yeah. On a playground by your house. Yeah. Which is a fun detail, too. Yeah. How would you have wanted, like you said, if you could have, like, flip-flop details, like, maybe there would have been another way you would have wanted, you know, to lose your mouth virginity. Mm -hmm. How did you envision yourself losing your mouth virginity? Like, if you could have, it could have been the perfect way. 
Hmm. How would teenage Tracy? How did you always think you're gonna lose your mouth virginity? Okay, like like in this boy meets world type of way where I would go over his place or he would come sneaking when my parents are away and we would just start watching a movie, you know, and then cuddle and then just making out in the slow like progression. Um, and just feel because the other thing is as I'm going down, I'm wondering if like this hot little like you know, um, mom is going to come in <laughs> with her child and see this action. Right. And right, I also right. know how crazy it is for her to see this little black girl just doing this <laughs> to this <laughs> random Italian motherfucker. <laughs> like, I'm just like, no, black women cannot go down like this. Like, I refuse. Um, so just being in a more private space, right. um, like in a loungy area and not like spitting on a spot where a kid might slip and fall. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hopefully the next morning it's dried up, it's gone. Yeah, of course, but it's just, I don't know, it's just all just weird. Like, I felt like I was disrespecting our kids. So I would like to do my dirty business more so behind closed doors. And I think it also would have been better if, like, it was this slow um, flow into the ghosting. Okay. And not just, like... A slam door right yeah kind right. of yeah you would have rather him kind of like slow fade Inch, you. right exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. the fade would have been yeah. would have been nice tracy thank you so much for letting us crash your office yeah and sharing your ghosted story um tell the people more about where they can listen to more of you okay and everything yeah beautiful people find me well first of all on sirius xm sway in the morning shade four five monday through friday 8 a.m to 12 noon eastern um and then you can learn more about my personal platform she's beauty and the beast by just going to she's beauty and the beast.com or if you hit up apple if you go to spotify if you go to soundcloud wherever the hell you stream your music you can hear my audio vision boards and grab an ear full of that and then also connect with me on twitter instagram those are the best places where i'm most accessible my instagram stories be popping yo yes <laughs> She's and I consolidate, one. so it's all at It's Tracy G. I T S T R A C Y G. Perfect. Tracy, thank you so much. Thank it you. It was so guys. great to see you. Oh my gosh. Mutual. Note, we like haven't seen each other in forever. Yeah. So I'm and glad that this could be the excuse. You too. So everybody, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Boo. Boo.